In a world of magic, mythical heroes, savage beasts, and servants of the dark powers, one couple will regale us of the tales of their journeys through the mortal realms. Coming this season to a path of glory near you, this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And we are here this morning to talk about our journey and get caught up because, man, what a journey through the Age of Sigmar it's been in the past week. Yes, it has been. Starting with our, this is our first podcast since we had our Path to Glory kickoff on the weekend. So tell me about the Path to Glory. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. We had quite a few people come out. Um, we had Josh Trenholm had handed out the awards. And I actually got an award. I, I won um, Neverwinter League Best Sport. And I was so honored. And um, just want to thank everyone who picked me as their favorite opponent. Thank you. Thank you so much. Every single person was my favorite opponent, except Damon. <laughs> so it was, it was really good. It was amazing. And then we hung around, and then we started playing Path to Glory. Yeah, we had, I don't know, the basement here was just chock full of people for the award bit. Um, and then I was actually quite nervous that we weren't going to have nearly enough tables to get everyone to play. But once, once the folks who were here just for the awards had sort of trickled out, um, we had two, four... We had 12. We had 12 table slots, but I think we had one empty table. So we had 10 people playing Path to Glory. Yeah, we did. Um, so what did you think of it? I thought it was great. Um, playing with 600 points is a completely different game. And it was, um, it was relaxed. It was fun. And you're always thinking about your narrative. And that, I think, has been a very exciting part of this for me. I started out, I played two Path to Glory, Path to Glory games on Saturday. And then I played another one with, so I, the first one I played with Daryl. And then I played with David. And then I played with Taylor just the other day during this past week. Um, what were your big takeaways about the format of that game? I find, well, my first game did go more than two turns, but I'm finding that some of them aren't taking five turns. No, I don't think we're going to find, I mean, just the nature of the scenarios are much different, like just run off the table. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited. And it's really kind of cool at the end where you sit there and you score. And, um, and that's fun. So Yeah, I, I only got one game in that night because I was busy hosting, but... Um, I I do need to lean into it a bit more and start capturing some of that narrative stuff, um, like the nature of the missions. And I, it, I, I've just ha been so busy doing the rest, of, well, working and doing the rest of the hobby that I haven't got down. I, and I need to stop and write and just spend some time with pen and paper in the next you know, week to get this stuff down. Well, you're off this next week, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, and this morning, I think, when... When Bridgie and I go for coffee, we'll, um, I'm going to take the book and do some reading and jot down some notes, because that's the point. Um, the, the game is very different. Mm -hmm. So the battles that I did, um, I did The Storm That Scours, and then I did Breakthrough, and then I played The Watchtower. So, oh my gosh. And I've been writing a narrative, and I've created this whole PowerPoint with my whole journey through oh Path to gosh, Glory. Yeah. And what I, you know what I think would be really cool? I think it would be really cool if at the end of the podcast we played P 
people's narrative if they want to send in a recording. Send in a recording at the end of the podcast. After every podcast, we'll play someone's narrative that wants to carry us along with their in their journey yeah, with thought, Path to Glory. I thought that was the plan. Well, it is, but we haven't told everyone. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so <laughs> That's our plan, but I um, want to share it. So I think Des has a recording, So, um, and I think he mailed it to me. So we'll get... I just haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. And then you recorded yours last night, but I got to do all the editing for that. Yes, I did. I am so excited. I love it. So after Saturday and this week, um, I played two games for two practice games just to try to tweak my list so I have better sorry, heroes. Are we still talking about? Oh, sorry. No. Now I'm jumping into yes, you matched games. Yeah. Okay. okay. So let's go back to Path to Glory. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um. No, other than there's no point in playing it. I don't think if you're because like if they're two turn games, if you're not really focusing on the narrative part, I don't think there's a lot. So, like I said, I got to go back and I got to write the little stories and think about the territories that have gained and how that relates to everything. Okay. Because otherwise, I mean, it's it's just a it's a turn and a half or a two turn game. So right. Well, I've played three now, so I think I'm a little further ahead <coughs> with my path to glory. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear how yours goes. Are you playing any Path to Glory this next week? Upcoming I've week? Got, um, I've got a game against Raymond. And I don't know if I've ever played Raymond. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, on oh, speaking of Raymond, oh, yeah. he made some amazing tokens for everyone who played in the league. And the prizes. Like the, the, I think he printed all the like the stat- statues. What do you call those things? Um, oh, the trophies. Yeah, trophies, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Raymond. They're amazing. The trophies are amazing, and the tokens are amazing. Yeah, little um, like little coins. One is uh, like a square coin with a dragon on it, and then there's a silvery-looking coin with an elf. Very cool. Kay. Yes. I think we're going to use these challenge coins like we got from um, uh, the LVO. So these are the new challenge coins for our local meta. Oh, okay. Do you want to talk a bit more about what a challenge coin is? Uh, you pull a challenge coin out of your pocket once everybody agrees on what the challenge coin is. And if you plunk it on the table and your opponent doesn't have theirs on them, they buy the next round. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Which I guess in our case means they're the one that goes to the fridge and pulls, pulls the beer out. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So is that all you wanted to say about Path to Glory? Um... Yes, because I don't want to give away too much because my narrative is telling a story. is a narrative. It's a story. So I just don't want to spill too much right okay. away. And okay, so it was fun. Tournament wrap-up was fun. Um, it's ongoing. Games, it's amazing. Yeah. Actually, Taylor has already done his narrative as well. He's, he's played. Done a new one. He he's did his first games. one, and now well, he's... Games. And then after he and I played, he was working on his narrative. So he should have a narrative as well. To yes, Taylor and post. Phoenix Guard. So that was my first encounter with Phoenix Guard. That was uh, four up saves on dudes is quite an adventure. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. So on to match play. All right. I'm jumping around because I'm just so excited. It was so much fun this week. So then I had I did had a match play game with Josh, and then I played one with Des, and it was so much fun. I'm trying to practice the new general's handbook with the number of heroes that I have and getting the battle tactics because the ones from my book aren't great. 
Stormcast? From Stormcast, yes. So I have to make sure I have enough battle tactics that I can complete. And when I played with Dez, I mean, I didn't get one of them, but not because I couldn't. I just, the rolling was not great. But I did get, like I had the potential to get five. Um, but when I played with Josh, it was really hard to find a battle tactic that always worked because some of the battle plans don't have two, ter- two objectives wholly within your opponent's territory. Like it's... Oh, is that one of them? I haven't really looked. Yeah, there's some... It's kind of difficult. It's not... I found the other battle tactics were probably a little easier, I think. It, oh, in the previous... In um, the previous General's Handbook. Handbook, yeah. But anyways, that's what I'm practicing and tweaking. So after playing with Josh, I tweaked my list a bit. And then after I played with... I Basically, what I tweaked was I changed my my heroes. And I added in Praetors. And I added in... Like, I replaced... I had some griffhounds that I was just playing for 90 points but um, anyway so I tweaked it up a bit with my hero and then with Dez after I played Dez I just I don't know if I need to necessarily change my list but I did tweak it a bit more I think I need to play it at least a couple of times yeah because I thought we talked about talked about you know not just judging it immediately based on one performance yeah and I don't think it's necessarily Part of it is the performance, part of it is the battle plan, and some of them work yeah. with certain lists and some don't, so it's finding that balance of what's going to work for a lot of lists. So anyways, I've tweaked it up again a bit, and I'm excited to play David, hopefully, on Tuesday. I'm so excited. Tuesday night. And you're playing, what, his Beast of Chaos? Yes. Um, I think Raymond will be playing Sylvaneth um, on Monday, uh, if he's able to get... To I think he's driving, he's putting in a hell of a long day of driving today. So I wish Raymond luck and a safe drive, drive for him and his nephews and nieces, I think. Safe travels, Raymond. Uh, which reminds me, safe travels uh, departing from the traditional territories of the Clayley Tanay, which is where this podcast, uh, we and Raymond all live. So uh, I don't usually get it first right off the bat in our podcast, but I get it in there some point so territory uh territorial land acknowledgements um i just thought of something what's that you did play a second path to glory game yeah i know i did i played two. Oh, okay i thought you said you only played one no no, no i played one that night and i played and another played one subsequent yeah okay yeah. uh ning, 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 ning. um okay so then w- how d- how did you do what were your big takeaways from the games with josh and des well with josh <laughs> Who's playing Iron Jaws? Yes. I I moved my guys, my units, off of an objective, and I should have probably left them there. And in Jaws of Galette, it was, um, I kept getting priority, and I had to take it because... So it was Jaws of Galette, the second game or the first the game? The second game. The first game was... Um, oh, what was I don't it think called? our audience is quite as used to you bouncing around as I am and able to interpret it. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you can't see the person. Only the Worthy is what Josh and I played. Okay. Yeah. So Only the Worthy, um, there were four objectives, and it was keeping because I moved off an objective and then I lost that. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't have moved them, even though he would have taken it over anyways. But um, I didn't have enough strength enough wounds enough yeah. you know good 
a good unit on that objective. So I thought, okay, well, I need to change that up a bit. So then I changed it to, I got in Lord Ordinator with Praetors and Retributors. They were my, I'm going to stay on this objective. But that didn't work for Jaws of Glut because unless you're going second and blowing up other objectives, you you lose that objective. And then they're stuck there. They can't really move fast because they're five-inch movement. So then... I thought, how do I tweak this to make it a bit faster? And with Des, I just, even though I kept getting the priority role and could have chose to go second, it was, okay. It's tough to, tough to it's a tough one because. Double turn yourself. Yeah, double turn yourself. And so I just, I just took the turn. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of my units lasted to the end. I mean, it was a good game, but. Which maybe tells you that you could have double turned yourself because yeah, I think you were afraid of getting mushed by a bunch of stuff. It's those blooming crossbows and like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've played Des in the league and those the, that big crossbow put the fear of I don't know wog into being I guess because man that thing just wrecked my great unclean one. Mm-hmm. It'll be a different picture on this list, but yeah, I'm finding Starfall spell really works well. What does that do again? Not allowing units to pile in. Yes. <laughs> that has helped me. I, I'm still figuring out, okay, placement, but Josh was amazing and kind of helped me with that, and Des was great and helped me with that, and you you always help me with that as I'm learning, and it was great. Like, I love it. That's why I played Sloppity Biopiper every single time. Stopping I learned that from, from you. piling in is, uh, I don't think they have, I haven't seen that mechanic. I don't think it's in the um, Slaves to Darkness. I'm a little bummed out that I can't stop the piling. Well, that's why I was, when I saw this, I thought, oh my gosh, I can do exactly what Damon used to do to me. Where have you been all my life? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then with, with Krondis's plus three to cast, it's, it usually does. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. That's a solid magic list. Yeah. My Selecian Vortex was really good. Um, Actually, it was good against Dez as well because it's minus one. To shooting. Yes. Yeah, it, it within did some, six inches. It did some heavy work uh, against Josh because he Josh was dispelling Ravenex all the time, but that vortex managed to do quite a few wounds. Yes, it's like rolling twelve dice every time. Although he did say, you know, maybe upgrading it to the swords that you have five up. So you're getting fives instead of sixes. Yeah, yeah and they can't be negated for twenty points. Yeah. So, but then, but 40 points fits into my list usually. 60, I have to really work hard to try to get. And uh, Ravenix, I just can't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Crutch. <coughs> it gets into those areas where you're trying to get that, you know, one hero or that one wizard. And yeah, y- yeah no, I mean, you have a bit of a chance. <laughs> it's solid. Um, the in the n- sort of emerging meta though, especially if uh, boats are going to be a problem, I wonder if having minus one to shoot, right, uh, is going to be something that's helpful. And I don't know when. I don't think Dawn Crusade is um, not Dawn Crusade. Or yeah, Dawn Crusade, the new um, s- uh, Cities of Sigmar book. I don't think that's coming out soon, but I I suspect there'll be a f- fair bit of shooting in there mm-hmm. too. I used to have more shooting in my list, but. I found that overall, I just, because my shooters couldn't really move, obviously. And I think I'm liking the movement more. I, I a better balance. I'm going to build those long straight crossbows, and you got to give them a whirl mm. just once. They oh, I will, because I'm changing my list all the time. So anyways, after Des, 
I thought, okay, so my retributors and my hero and my praetors together didn't do what I wanted them to do. So I changed my list again. And what I love is Knight Zephyros. And what I love about Knight Zephyros is Knight Zephyros can ride the winds etheric and can pop up anywhere. And that really helps a lot. I think she certainly fits into your play style. Um, but I think until you like play the same list twice in a row, I don't think a ton of models are going on the painting table because you are just... You no. are you are cycling the storm in models and lists right now. <laughs> yes, I am. But I'll always have two of them. It's either deciding two or do I want a third. So the next few lists I'm practicing with two heroes. You're saying painting the second one is a safe bet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But we don't need to order a third. Yes. Is no. my point. Yeah. And I spammy. Yeah. The other thing I missed was the hammers of Sigmar, having the six up word save. 12 inches from an objective. Yep. So I'm back to that, and I added Fulminators to my battle line. So now I've got two units of Sequiturs, um, Fulminators, and then I still have my Retributors. So I'm excited to try this new list against David on Tuesday. And the Fulminators are built. I um, had a month, because I was working lots mm -hmm. this week, I didn't have any time to play. I was sort of hanging out, watching Roma play all jelly, because mm. I couldn't be there. But uh, I did get a pile of hobby in. I think this week I pretty much got about an hour or so left on a unit of five Nurgle Knights that I managed to paint because hashtag Slapchop changed my life. I base I grayscaled um, a Magister. I built a ton of stuff. I built the oh I oh I built the Manticore. Sor Chaos Sorcerer Lore Manticore. So for anybody who's thinking of building one of those, pay very close attention to the order of, because uh, there's like three layers of main. Pay very close attention that you're putting the right main. I'm like, oh, oh I don't, it's all main. I'll just stick whatever on. No, because that main significantly impacts the way the legs of the Sorcerer fit onto that thing. So... Again, I didn't pay attention, just glued it all together. And then I go trying to put the Sorcerer on, and it was like, it did not go. Um, it's, it's a very tight fit trying to get that all on. So I, I was end up like trimming off bits of, of mane and stuff to get the legs on. So pro tip when it comes to building the Manticore, follow those instructions around the order of mane uh, very closely, and don't, don't try and get fancy, otherwise you're never going to get that guy on there. Wow, those are some good tips. You did get a lot of um, putting models together, and thank you so much because oh, yeah. you put a lot of mine together. Yeah, no, I built your Zephros. I built the Vexler. Yep. I you built bu the Gaunt Summoner. Did a bunch of basic. Didn't you build two Vexlers for me? I think you did. No, I only built oh, one. Oh, just one? Okay. Because we've got the other one, the, the cast one. Right, and then the that. Fulminators. Yeah, primed some stuff because... Um, my list, I had to delete all my lists because I'm just having issues with the app and I'm still having issues. But uh, I've got a game, like I said, coming up with Raymond and I i don't know what list I'm going to play. I'm waffling between knights um, and just very unsubtly charging and smashing stuff. Knights of the Empty Throne versus um, a capitalist list and going in super magic heavy. I'm converting up a Saigor. I'm really enjoy. I don't really enjoy converting. 
I, I just find unless it's done really, really well, it looks like you put someone's head on someone's body. Yeah, it just looks <laughs> someone like else's head on someone else's random body. Bits. Yeah. So I am going to take the time with this, and um, but I did put a manticore on a, a gargant's uh, little baby, a old guzzler gargant's body, and I'm very happy with it. So I think that's good. yeah, it looks amazing. Um, because I think cygors are going to fit into that capitalist list very, very well. So looking forward to that. It's so funny because when we play a game and you're playing a practice game, you have a little more time, you're more relaxed, you can just, you know, take a bit longer to play and it's so much fun. And, you know, we were taking several hours, like between four and five, five. to play. And Oh my gosh, how energized I felt after those games. I could have played another oh, yeah, four to five hour game. We went to the gym yesterday after the game and I was so pumped. I was like making my new list while I was on the elliptical. It was just amazing. I am so excited. Yeah, you you were certainly jazzed. Um, and I'm looking forward to capturing some of that. Um, oh, some other um, things that happened. On the, I'm sorry. I just wanted to add, winning doesn't always just because so I didn't win the two games against Josh and Des but I was so excited and pumped because the games were amazing and so much fun and I learned yep. and that's the whole point with the practice games as well is what is the best list and and you know what sometimes you just want to play a list for fun like it doesn't have to be the list I'm taking LVO but oh my gosh and you know I still want to play uh, Krondis and Karazai and the Fulminators and like there's another list of dragons also that I have so I'm so excited to play each one of my lists. I, th I think the problem with the LVO lists is that it's pretty well established like if you want to compete everybody knows that you take you know six Varengard or I don't know the the Starfall list for um, the six Vexlers or stuff like the, the lists that are top tier and win at that level it's pretty well known like there's no there's no tweaking that whereas right. here uh when we're just chilling and hanging out and playing a game because our friends are coming over then there's not necessarily the same um need to play those cliched top tier superpower lists and mix stuff up because we got all these gajillion models yes and i quite yeah. frankly aren't part of any top tier list um so yeah, it's nice to be able to dust them off and get them on the table. And, and it was so much fun rolling dice. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. And um, yeah, speaking of rolling dice, I need to start getting some practice games in with my doubles team partner, Robin. So Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get any doubles practice in before the tournament. So I'll just have to... And it's in May, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, I think early May. Okay. So I still have more Path to Glory games and play some more matched and then start practicing for the doubles. Because something else happened this weekend, uh, which was the release of the new uh, pre-release of Slanish and Corn books. Um, and so my when I started building this uh, Slaves to Darkness list, the, the theory in my head the whole time was that it was going to be a pan-chaos. Um, I wasn't going to make a single... Um, devote the list to a single god of the pantheon and that I was going to have marks intentionally from all of the different gods and include allies where appropriate from all of the different gods. And that quickly got carried away to, uh, I almost have, uh, I got about a thousand point zinch. I got, I bought a 2000 point zinch or slanish list yesterday because 
I heard about that temptation mechanic and I absolutely love it. Um, that just struck a chord in me. Are you, have, have you heard about how this works? No. So at the start of the dice, I'm afraid at the start <laughs> of the game, I, I get six dice mm-hmm. and they're all sixes and I can offer a six to you. Oh, I heard you talking about yeah. this. Okay. So just yeah, so, tell me again. So you, you roll to attack me. And you, you know, roll all ones. And I'll be like, hey, dude, can I interest you in a six? And I'll say, hey, dude, can we chat? (laughs) (laughs) And if you accept temptation, I get, um, I think it's D6 depravity points or whatever they're called now, which I use for summoning and for buffing up my units. If you resist temptation, uh, you take D3 mortal wounds. Oh. So, you know how you always roll ones to attack with uh, Andrasta? Yes. I would be like, would you like a six? Oh, my gosh. Actually, I wouldn't give it to Andrasta. I'd give it to, (laughs) you know, some sequitur who whiffed on his first shot. I'm like, hey, you want to turn one of those ones into a six? And then you say no, because it's not really that important. Yeah. Then I'd say, go ahead, D3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I love But if it was for for Andrasta, it's a little different. It's not totally clear to me. If once a dice is declined, and I think it probably is, that that is now burned. Like if somebody keeps saying no to the one dice you offer them, if you can put it back in your pool, I don't think that's the case because otherwise you could do a lot of damage that way. But nonetheless, even if it is just six dice. You know, it's kind of funny. I'm picturing your narrative and I'm picturing that little model rolling the dice (laughs) hunched over. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's what I was kind of picturing. Um, wow. So that's all coming in the mail. Um, I ordered that from Tistaminis. Uh, they are a great online discounter that I've dealt with. If you're looking for, uh, in Canada at least, a place to get some discounted minis, uh, Tistamini, and I think they're in Ontario. And they're pretty good. I was panicking yesterday. I was ordering them just as Des was coming over. And I didn't want stuff to go out of uh, out of stock because everything seems to go out of sells out on day one now with games workshop i don't know what they're doing but day one releases everything's out of stock it's infuriating and then if you're trying to buy like blood letters or Scarbrand for the new um um blades of corn uh we were talking to the boys i think robin said Scarbrand's been out of stock for a year like you just can't get this stuff so i don't know but anyways i got i got a stuff, a bunch of stuff coming, and I do want to uh, recognize again the community just kicks so much ass. Uh, word got out that I was doing this, so uh, Taylor's like, "Hey, do you want some stuff that I'm not using?" And he gave me a smoking hot day, uh, deal on um, uh, some slanish stuff. Uh, David says, "Hey, I found this unit that I'm not gonna. It's in a box. I don't know how I got it. You want a smoking hot deal on that?" Josh is. Give me a smoking hot deal on oh some Oh, my stuff. gosh. I just love our community. Our group is just so amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, I Speaking of our group, I just want to jump in there. I want to apologize to Matt Greenberg. The reason I want to apologize is I promised that I was going to paint more sequitors, and I haven't. So what I'm going to do today, now that I really like them, I'm going to paint one today, Matt. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, I, okay, you're kicking me out of the painting station? Yes, I am. Okay, well, maybe when I take 
gold for a coffee with Bridgie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I, I have to paint one because I haven't painted since Matt came by and showed, gave me some tips on how to paint. So I am going to paint today. Good. Good, good, good. You're going to need to with the amount of times you change your list. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, that's exciting for me, getting some new models coming in. Um, so here's a question for you. Are you interested in you and I playing a game? Yeah, we already planned this. I know, but you're you're still good with that? Yes. Okay. You're such a nerd. Why? <laughs> Are you interested in playing? Oh, well, goodness. we don't have to finish the game if we just want to do a couple. We're not not finishing. I don't want to oh. play those stupid one-turn things anymore. That's not okay. a game. Those are just irritating. I know, but they you ha- you practice deployment. So I don't want to practice deployment. I want to play a game. Okay. All right. We'll play a game. I'm not grinding grinding scenarios for LVO. What are we going to practice? Do you want to practice Jaws of Gillette? Y- yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I just want to play a game because I've been jealous watching you play all this week. So. Okay. Sounds good to me. When are we going to... You said you might want to set that up today's... Like the tonight? table's already set. Oh, you mean right after this? Or any other time during what the time day. What time is it? 7.06 in the morning. Good yep. golly. Um, yeah, no, okay, we can start the game. All right, sounds good. Okay, now we're going to finish up my list. Gosh darn it. Okay. Um, so I guess we've got a game scheduled right after this. Yep. Uh, so anything else this week we want to talk about? No, but I'm hoping to get more Path to Glory towards the end of the week. Yeah, and hearing more narratives. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I And I talked, and so Josh is coming over. So I've got Raymond Monday, uh, Josh Friday. And I think Josh said it, that uh, he cautioned me that games with Iron Jaws tend to be pretty quick. So if we have some time after, we might uh, throw down a quick path. Of you know what here. I was thinking? What might be a good idea, since it doesn't, they don't take very long, is having a couple of people over so that you can all play each other after. So you have at least a couple hours of playing or even two hours like say you invite two people over then you can all play each other oh what, and then swap out for path oh, to glory yeah, yeah, yeah not they, matched <laughs> yeah no they are yeah. so fast you could easily like now that we know the setup and stuff right yeah people could come over and you could bang out two games in no time yeah exactly and even the um the post game stuff where you do all the oh that's so much fun recovery rolls and see if your guy's actually dead or not that I, they had cautioned that maybe it takes five or ten minutes. I don't think it takes ten. It takes. I found it takes, takes longer. Five. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, well, you. The reco- first one took a bit longer. Recover your hero. Recover your dudes. Calculate the glory points. Um, figure out what terrain you explored, uh, and then double check your quests. Like, I think that's about it. Yeah, I've been so excited with my glory points and what I can buy and oh, the yeah. land that I. How many do you have after three games? How many glory points do you have? Um, well, I had 26 after the third game, but I'd also purchased the Geomantic node for 10 glory points. And so is that 26 after the purchase or before? After the purchase, but then I spent 12 to upgrade. So now I have six remaining. What the hell? Or I sorry, no, sorry, the upgrade was 20 glory points. I had like, I think I've got nine. After two games, I've got nine glory points. I love my evocators oh. on Celestial Draculines. Yeah. I gotta say, they are like veteran warriors. Oh yeah, have you upgraded? Have you done any? You must have veteran. You must have uh, renown. Got some veteran upgrades. Oh yeah, 
My oh, evocators yeah. are upgraded. <laughs> yes. I'm loving this. This is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, at this point, um, the warband has been uh, pretty much just setting up future plays as Zinch is off to, to do. Um, the mag the magister, oh, it's not a magister, it's a chaos sorcerer lord, uh, has been busy manipulating the skeins of fate and um, what people may perceive as a quick win is actually really just sowing the seeds of their own future doom. So that's how that's been going. Uh, all right. So I want to wrap up and we'll... Okay, so we're going to do our thing and then we're going to play a narrative and then that's how it ends, correct? Yes, so okay. that'll be the pattern moving forward as we continue to get um, narratives and we're not going to get as many. Uh, It'll just be one at a time. Yeah, one or two tag yeah. in. So please stand by for a narrative at the end of this session. Uh, I did um, I did better with this narrative. Oh, so it's going to be your narrative that's going at the end? Yes. Okay. So, I'm so please excited. stand by for Roma's narrative at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not as good as everybody else's like with the voice, but it tells a story okay. that I'm excited about. Yes, we recorded it last night. I so we'll, once I've done editing everything, we'll get it up. All right. Dudes of Sigmar, in and out. Lord Arcanum was summoned to head a march to war to protect a newly founded settlement of Sigmar's crusade. Having his battalion already prepared to go and find Andrasta, Lord Arcanum could not hold back when he heard the call for aid. Knowing that Aventus was already searching for Andrasta with Crondis, son of Dracothian, and his brother Karazai, the Scarred, Lord Arcanum knew he had some time. Armed with his magical arts and abilities to capture a Stormcast soul upon death, Lord Arcanum was ready for war. Mounted with his Griff Charger and battalion by his side, like a bolt of lightning, they disappeared into the blue and black sky. Lord Arcanum could not get out of his thoughts, or what he had remaining of them. How he envied Aventus, or should he call him the Magister of Hammerhall, the highest ranking Stormcast representative to the Grand Conclave. He was like the inferno that spreads in the aftermath of the lightning. Lord Arcanum knew Aventus was also a majestic sight, just like Andrasta. He could not stop thinking about her. Does she love Aventus? He questioned himself. Does she know love? She is Sigmar's huntress, a warrior angel of salvation. Even the most fearsome beasts recognize that to catch her thays is to be marked for annihilation. Lord Arcanum's thoughts were everywhere. He was saddened. How could she be gone? Suddenly, he snapped out of his thoughts as he looked down from the realm. He saw that the only units remaining on the battlefield were the Soul Blight Gravelords. What happened here, he asked himself, as he, along with Lord Veritant, evocators on celestial Dracolines, and the Silesian Vortex came down from the realm with the crackling of thunder and lightning. Lord Arcanum looked around him. He should have come sooner. He could have used his healing light or cycle of the storm to save some souls so they could fight and not have to be reforged. He shook his head and thought they must already have been sent to Azar for reforging. As hard as he tried, they were not any closer to finding a cure for reforging and what it did to their minds, their memories. There were many dead walker zombies on the battlefield, but they were surrounded by Lord Arcanum and the battalion. The evocators used their Tempest Blade and the Draclines used their monster's claws to kill them, but the zombies came back. It was their celestial lightning arc that finally killed the zombies. Lord Arcanum had flown the winds of Theric to help Lord Veritant fight the new hordes of zombies and the corpse cart. The Silesian Vortex killed some zombies, 
but not enough. The king wounded Lord Veriton, but with Lord Arcanum's ether save and the Griff Charger's claws, they were able to wound the king and overtake the big hordes of zombies. The remaining hordes ran away. The victory was a major one, as Lord Arcanum ruffled the fur of his loyal Griff Charger. The skies opened and down came Lord Commander Bastion Carthalos. His face was stern as he looked at Lord Arcanum. It was what they suspected. Andrasto was being held by Sigvald, the Prince of Slaanesh. Lord Arcanum was concerned. Sigvald, with his long, flowing blonde hair, considered himself the favorite son of Slaanesh. He fought as a golden blur and laughed cruelly as he elegantly blade tore through armies. Why and how did he capture Andrasta? thought Lord Arcanum. Before Lord Arcanum could fly the winds of Theric to save Andrasta, he heard another call for aid, this time to fight the beasts of chaos. And so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms, forging ahead with a passion for the next great story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes.